and I'm Megan, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast brought together by two women with a love of running. Yes, and brought together again on this lovely, rainy October day, and uh, sorry, I guess I'll take it. I, we haven't had a lot of rain here compared to you. <laughs> we really haven't had much at, uh, at all, but you, you were telling me you broke a new record. <laughs> Yeah, we had over an inch of rain in Grand Rapids yesterday, which broke the record for that day, I guess, Mm -hmm. in October. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day it turns into snow. Are you anxiously awaiting that day or just nervously awaiting that day? (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm just kind of at the point with where it's just been rainy that I wish it would do something else because at least snow is a little bit drier Mm. when it comes down. And this like really cold, humid, wet rain, it's just feels worse than when it's snowing out. Okay. We'll we'll pose that question to you again in the middle of the winter and see how you feel. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But how are things other than the rain? Good, because the sun is out today, and I am going to go out into the sun and walk after the podcast, at least, because I'm taking advantage of sunny days when they occur. Nice. Well, that's that's good. Good for you. Happy for you. Um, Things are good here. Anna started her new job this weekend, finally. She applied at a few different places and had some trouble, I guess, with her paperwork. Um, This is her first job, so like you know, first time like applying for jobs and getting all situated, but the job that she got at Dunkin' Donuts. And so she started yesterday and she just got to watch videos all day. So, and she got free pizza. So she was excited about that. So it's going well. I'm so proud of her. She said that her boss was like giving her kudos for like not being on her cell phone while (laughs) while she was watching the orientation videos, because I guess a lot of kids are. So I was like, well, that's nice. I don't usually get to see her not on her cell phone, but at least she's behaving there. So that's good. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty quiet here. We did some pumpkin carving last night. That was fun. That's probably the extent of our Halloween celebration so far. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do any um, trick-or-treating. You know, Anna's too old for it. Jeff and I want to go, but, like, we're not going to go by ourselves. Um, so maybe there'll be a Halloween party or something. But, yeah, we, you know, Anna wants to hand out Halloween candy. But, like, where we live, we live at the end of a street that's usually pretty dark and we don't ever get trick-or-treaters. So, like, we could buy a bag of candy that we just end up eating ourselves. Which maybe that's what she wants. I don't know. (laughs) But so that's the extent of our Halloween celebrations. Do you have anything planned? I do think we're going to take Brent's daughter. Oh, nice. She wants to be Elsa and he's going to be Olaf. Aw. Yeah. So we're going to figure out what I'm going to do. No bell? I could do Belle. Uh, it just depends on what the temperature is and if that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to him. He figured it out with her yesterday. Like they have this whole plan and I got part of the plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to finalize the plan. Cool. He likes to do that like guy thing where he figures stuff out and then forgets to relay all the information <laughs> all the time. And I have to like ask for it. Mm-hmm. To make sure I get it. So that's what he voluntarily told me some things. So now I just have to get the rest of the details. Okay. 
<laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to move along and talk about some running? Yes. Okay. I took several days off after the marathon. I did run again this week. So I rested on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning, I went out for a run, just a short run, just to see how everything was feeling, because I was sore until Thursday morning, as you would imagine. Um, But Thursday, I felt good. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to try a run. And it was fine. It wasn't like, it didn't feel fantastic, but I didn't feel terrible. Nothing was really bothering me. So it was a slow run. It was just a couple miles and I averaged 1226. But yeah, I felt okay. So I was happy about that. I did end up taking Friday off. I went to the gym also on Thursday with Anna, as we have been going every week and did a full body workout. That was good. And then Friday took a, another day off. I just didn't feel like running. And I'm like, I don't have to run, so I'm not going to. <laughs> and then Saturday, Jeff and I went to the gym after we brought Anna to work. So I had another gym day. And this time, um, did some more leg stuff. Cause I'm like, I've lost so much strength. I need to work on getting it back. So I did some squats and oh my goodness, are my glutes sore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so good to know that the muscles are being worked, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, I like, and I was already feeling it after the gym, you know, the same day. So, you know, if you're feeling it the same day, like, okay, that was good. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Usually I don't start feeling it till the second day. So, so this morning I get up and I'm like, Ooh, there's my butt. Um, <laughs> and I did go out for a run this morning I was just going to go to the track because I was having some muscle soreness and just wanted to keep it flat, but I wanted to go a little bit longer and I just thought that would be so boring on the track. So I just did an easy loop of the um, five mile strawberry festival road race course around my house. So took it really slow, felt surprisingly good. Like if the pace felt really easy. And I felt good pretty much the whole run. You know, I have a couple things that are like bothering me. I went out. Oh, I also went out Friday night and had a few drinks. Like I had maybe three drinks over the span of six hours. But being on keto, the drinks hit me pretty hard. And I don't know what happened. But for some reason, like I hurt my toe or something. I was I thought Friday night that I had broken my toe. It hurt so much when I just touched it. Um, But this morning, like didn't hurt at all. So I was like, oh, okay, my toe's fine. Um, and on the run, it didn't bother me. But I had a few little niggles, like maybe like the tendons around my knees and my glutes and hamstrings are still sore from my workout. So it didn't feel great, but it wasn't hard and it didn't feel bad. And I know it's just, you know, it's just rig- residual soreness from going to the gym twice and doing a marathon. (laughs) But I did. I did five miles, ran the whole thing, averaged 12.10. So I finished in about an hour. It was pretty good. And I'm getting excited about the prospect of doing maintenance running. So just trying to run three or four times a week, keeping my um, consistency, but doing other things too. So I want to incorporate swimming and biking again and maintain some of that fitness throughout the the winter and um you know keep continue to go to the gym and all that 
Um, there is a race next weekend that I've been, you know, pretty much since the marathon thinking about, mm, I might want to do that. And it's uh, an ultra marathon <laughs> and it's a timed race. So the options are six hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, or 30 hours. And I would go for the six hour race. I was just thinking like, you know, my marathon was five and a half hours. I could run an extra half an hour, right? That would be fine. Yeah. Um, so I haven't decided yet if I'm going to do it. Registration. What's the elevation like? Um, I don't think it's terrible. I looked at it. It's just, it's a looped course of, I want to say it's like a four mile um, looped course of the rail trail that I usually run on, but it's like the northern end of it. So according to the race description, it's mostly flat with one minor speed bump. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's a hill um, and it's probably not minor, but there's only one of them, but you get to run over it you know, every time you do that four mile loop. So wait, is it main flat though, or, or like actual flat? Yeah. New, you know, New England flat probably. <laughs> okay. The, so, so yeah. not flat. <laughs> <laughs> probably not terribly. I just, you know, it's a trail race. It's going to be tough. So there would be some walking involved, but I think if I'm strategic about it, like, you know, running everything that's runnable and then just hiking that hill every time, and just maintain that. I think that would be good. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. I hadn't decided. I'm just going to see how I feel on Tuesday if I want to register. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I'm I, trying to, like, I'm asking myself, like, why do you want to do this? And I couldn't really come up with a good reason why. It's just, like, I have the mar- the fitness from the marathon. And it's, like, I can keep that going a little longer, I guess. Um, and it would be fun, I think. I really like the ultra races because it's like, you know, they, they're usually, the ones that I do are usually looped courses and the aid stations are awesome and it's just fun, you know, like it's not as like high pressure as a marathon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I'm keeping that in mind, but we'll see. Um, so that's where I'm at. Current plans are to just continue running when I want to. That's it. I, I am thinking about maybe doing a running streak through the winter, assuming that I continue to feel okay physically, because I just want to keep up running consistently while I'm doing other things, like swimming and biking and going to the gym. Like I, I still want to do those things, but I don't want to stop running. So, um, so I'm thinking about doing a running streak. You know, maybe one of those holiday run streaks that Runners World likes to encourage people to do. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, there's all these there's all these other races, but I'm just like I don't care that much about racing mainly because I don't I'm not in a position where I can like do it fast right now. And so it's like, well, what's the point? <laughs> you know, like I when I race, I want to race. And if I'm not in a position where I can race and I don't want to work that hard, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, how has your running been going this past week? I only got out once, but that's one more time than zero. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with that. I did a 5K race yesterday morning. Nice. Yeah. We pushed Corey in the wheelchair, the cart, mm-hmm. who I did with the triathlon back in August. And so that was really fun. Um, it was cold. So it was like 
8.30 at race start. Wow. At 9 a.m. And we dressed in Halloween costumes. So I'm like bundled up in a bunch of layers. I had like fleece layers on underneath what I was trying to make be a costume. Was that the bell costume? Yes. So I did. I had a tutu and I had like mustard leggings on and like a mustard colored shirt. So you could get kind of the whole gold thing going. Mm -hmm. But underneath it, I had fleece on and I was still cold for the first two miles. Oh, I forgot how long it just takes to warm up when it's cold out. Like it just takes me so much longer to get it warm than when it's not cold out, not freezing out. Yeah. Even with layers, because I was wearing a fleece and a long sleeve shirt and a hat and my sweatshirt and fleece leggings and leggings, my wool socks. Do you ever get the feeling when you're running in cold weather that you're both cold and hot at the same time? Yes. That's how I felt today. Uh, my run was in the rain today and I was wearing layers, but I was like, I, I had to because I was so cold when I started and I'm like, I'm running and I'm like, I'm cold, but I'm also getting really warm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's confusing. I hit that about two miles yesterday, especially because I had started to sweat. Mm-hmm. So then my sweat was getting cold, mm-hmm. but I was still like other parts of me were warm, like the like underneath my hat, I was sweating. So my hair was getting sweaty. But when the air touched it, I was still cold with it. So like the <laughs> wind or whatever. But then where I was covered was like warm and sweaty. But other places were cold and sweaty. I was just like, this is I'm just sweaty and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we need a better system as humans to <laughs> regulate temperature. Yes. <laughs> And then I think I'm like, oh, this we probably do have the best system. So, <laughs> but still, it's not enough when it's 30 and I'm trying to do physical activity. Yeah. So, how was the race? They averaged like 12 or 12:30. I think we did it in 38 minutes. We only walked some of the hills just because it's hard with pushing the cart. And this course was not flat at all. So, that was good. I was glad. I felt pretty good doing it. So that was nice. How many of you were doing it together? We had three people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were, I think, 20 captains out there, 20 people being pushed in chairs, but our group had three. So do you guys like take turns pushing or do you all push together? Like, how does that work? We take turns pushing. So usually it's, especially in a 5K, everybody gets one mile. Oh, okay. So I got the first mile mostly. Mm-hmm. And then we switched. And of course, the first mile started out uphill. <laughs> I was going and I was like, why is this so hard? Because it wasn't like an uphill where you see it. It was one of those things where it's like gradual. Yes, gradual. So I wasn't really noticing. I just knew my effort was a lot harder than normal. And it was cold. So I wasn't warmed up yet. And I was just like, this feels like I've never run before. <laughs> but once they told me they're like oh yeah this part is uphill till we get to the corner i was like oh that makes sense no but it was a really well-run race they do a 10k and a 5k and it's put on by a local middle school and supports the community we got apple cider and donuts afterwards nice yes so that was very good it was just fun so i'm gonna get out i probably won't run today just for time's sake And I'm going to look at the weather and see what the rain situation looks like this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, rain all week. Imagine that. (laughs) 
but I really do want to run. So I'm probably going to be going to the gym and I'll just be doing it in the morning. Nice. Wanting to get a swim in too. Mm-hmm. And this week I was up early all week before my alarm went off. So I know I'm capable of it. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I wasn't six o'clock early, but I was well before I needed to be up early. So I'm just going to make myself get up so I can run and not use the rain as an excuse. Because for whatever reason, 40 degrees and rainy is really miserable for me. My hands get so cold and just all of me gets cold. Yeah. Afterwards, while it's just currently raining. Yeah, that's that's how it was for me today. I, I wear... um. I wear one of those um, technical shirts that has like thumb holes. So that like keeps my hands kind of warm. And I guess you could wear gloves too. I think for 40 degrees, like gloves are fine. At some point your hands get sweaty, but whatever. Yeah. And I just worry about that with the rain if it's like actively raining Mm -hmm. and then raining on my gloves. And then now I just have cold, wet hands that are soggy. So it's just, uh, I'll probably just go to the inside and do it that way. I don't have much going on this week. Work has massively slowed down finally. Nice. Yes. Last week was a lot of catch up and everything I was able to do. And so now this week, it's going to be slow, barring any insanity. But um, (laughs) I always say that and then I'm worried. Like, I'm just going to get something that comes out of the blue that I didn't even know was coming. But overall, it should be good. And be able to do some things. I really do miss swimming. And I'm surprised by that. So I want to get back in the pool and swim. Mm -hmm. I don't miss biking as much. but I miss biking more. This is a weird thing. Like with running, I can go out and run when it's rainy. I can run when it's cold. Biking, I don't want to bike when it's cold. Because even when it's like not that cold, it feels really cold when you're biking. And yes. I was just like, I, I really wanted to ride, a, uh, go for a bike ride today, and it was rainy, and I'm just like, no, run is fine. <laughs> but I miss it. Uh, I got to get a trainer or something. I don't know. I do miss riding. I, oh, you guys don't have Aldi. We have Aldi. Oh, they do have trainers on sale currently. At Aldi? Yes. How much? It was like one seventy nine. Oh. For an indoor trainer, I mean, they were not cheap, but they were cheaper than what trainers are normally. Yeah. I have been seeing them all over my marketplace, though, like my Facebook. Yeah. Where you can sell stuff. I've seen. I've seen them on there, too. Yeah. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet because I'm like, yeah, but races. (laughs) Like, I want to spend my money on race. I don't know. It's it's hard because I, I, I can't have everything. Yes. Yeah, that's I haven't pulled the trigger on a trainer yet either just because you don't care about riding. Well, I want to get better at riding. Yeah. And so I need to ride through the winter, but partially like you said I don't care as much about it. Mm. But there's also fall races I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I it's always the time where I do more races, so I need to register for my turkey trot. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to register for my uh, New Year's Eve race again. Big I'll be back in North Carolina for New Year's Eve. So stuff like that. Yep. Decisions, decisions. Right? Adulting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just a matter of like prioritizing, okay, what's most important right now? And then scratching those things and going for all the running races. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. At least you're aware. <laughs> I met up with some friends, my triathlete friends, on Friday night for Diane's birthday. And they're talking about all the races they want to do. So, like, we're all, like, getting excited for races. Oh, and guess what happened? What? Pumpkin Man. I don't know if you saw this. They are changing the races that they are offering uh, in 2020. What? In that they are now only going to be offering a sprint triathlon. And Sunday is going to be road races only. So a half marathon, a 5K, and then a middle distance run of like eight points, some weird number. So no more Olympic or half triathlon at Pumpkin Man. Just logistics, I guess. But it's it just sucks because I wanted to either finally do the half or PR the Olympic, you know, and now yeah, those aren't options for Pumpkin Man. So I'm bummed. And of course, we're, we're all like bummed about it. So we were talking about like other triathlons we could do. So I'm considering some other triathlons for next summer because I want to do like, I want to do one big running race in the spring, which should be either a marathon or an ultra at Pineland Farms. And then in the fall, there's Detroit Free Press. So I figure if I do the triathlon this summer, that would be perfect. So just have like three main goals for next year, you know? But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be now. It sucks because I wanted it to be Pumpkin Man, you know? So I know. I'm upset now too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I... <sighs> yeah that's how we're all feeling uh, okay well we're um <laughs> it's going to be okay megan <laughs> it really is yes i went to check too about detroit registration and it's not open yet yeah that's weird there was another there was an ultra marathon that i've been wanting to do for years that I'm like, all right, this year I'm going to sign up for it. As soon as the registration opens this fall, I'm going to sign up for it for next year. And then that race is the same weekend of Detroit Free Press. So I'm like, man. <gasps> so. I know. I ran into that too. There was another race I was really interested in. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is it's Detroit weekend. Which yeah. is, and I know because that's one of the most popular marathon weekends for the fall. Like I'm finding. Yeah. There's just a ton of it. Like Runner's World is the same weekend as Detroit. Yeah. Too. And I was like, well, fine then. We could always do a different one. Like we don't have to do Detroit next year. I no, because it's a good one. And we've talked about it for like four years at this point. So. Like it's good. <laughs> it's just one of those running things where there's, especially now that I'm a northern runner, there's only so many like races you know, there's a time limit now. It's not like I live in Florida anymore. And which, by the way, do you know how salty it makes me that I see people in Florida who are still doing triathlons because it's still warm enough? Right. And they're like able to get ocean swims in. And I'm like, really? Really? It's 30 here. <laughs> That's something that I want to do in the spring is more ocean swimming. Definitely. Because now that I'm not doing Pumpkin Man as my half... The other halves I'm looking at are either going to be in lakes or oceans. So I'm like, ah, I got to get better at swimming in the waves. Scary though. Oh yeah, because there's Ironman Maine or whatever. We're looking at 70.3 in Massachusetts. Rev3 is is the company. So Mm -hmm. that's the one that Diane and Amanda and I are looking at. And then there's a couple other ones 
around. I, that one, the timing works out because it's early August. But yeah, it's, it's weird because I want to have, I'm trying to time it perfect. I'm never going to get perfect conditions. That's the problem. I always want to have like the perfect solution. I never get, but I want to have it like far enough away from the spring marathon and yet far enough away from the fall marathon. So I'm like, July or August is like the perfect or as close to perfect as I'm going to get, I guess. Anyway, we've been rambling for a little while. <laughs> oh, yes, we have. <laughs> but good job on your 5K. And then plans to run at the gym and maybe get a swim in this week for you? Yes, I'm getting a swim in. It's happening. Okay, cool. I will make no such promise, but I have been thinking about it. I was thinking about doing one this past week and then I didn't. <laughs> so it's on the mind. I want to, because my friends are still training, like they're still swimming and biking. And I'm like, you don't have a race coming up. You don't need to do that. <laughs> well, God damn it. I got to get back out there because they're going to leave me in the dust next year. And that's not okay. So I'm like guilt tripping myself into swimming, <laughs> which I like swimming. It's just, it's just a hassle. You know, you have to like put on a suit and goggles and a cap and take a shower and get ready for work. Because I work at a pool, so I would go in before work because I can't swim after work, which would be better. But I can't swim after work because there's no lap swimming when I get out of work. So yeah. You got to work around the pool schedule, which makes it more of a pain. That's one of my big things is because the lap swimming in the evening doesn't start till 730. I get into like inertia mode because I want to go right after work, but lap swimming isn't open then. So I'm like, um, Okay. I'd have to run for over an hour to be able to make the time work to be able to swim. So that's what happens a lot is by the time I need to leave, I'm already like doing other things or I've gotten comfy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There, there ain't no way I'm swimming at 730 at night. <laughs> that's just yeah. not happening. <laughs> so I need to get up in the morning because lap swimming starts at six mm -hmm. in the morning and goes to like nine. Yeah. So I can get up and do it before work. But no, I get that. And I understand the pool has its schedule for a reason, but I really just want to be like, your schedule is inconvenient for me. <laughs> Fix everything for me, please. Oh, we get, we get patrons like that at the pool all the time, <laughs> like complaining about our schedule. It's like, well, yeah, but you're not the only one who uses this pool. <laughs> I know. And really, my big thing, too, is on Sundays, I've been finding I want to swim, but there is no lap swimming on Sundays. Oh, really? At all. Yeah. And they don't, the pool doesn't even open till noon on Sundays. Oh. And it's only open from like 12 to 5 and it's all like kid crap. Sunday is literally the best time to swim at our pool because there's nothing else going on. It's all lap and open swim. There is no lessons. There's no swim teams. There's nothing on Sundays. But you don't live here. No. So. <laughs> that doesn't help you any. It would help me if I bothered to go, but I don't want to go. I don't want to go into work on a Sunday. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but you wouldn't That's be working. I, no, I know. I just don't want to be, I'm there five days a week. I don't want to be there on Sunday. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of my ranting. Um, what do you say we move along to Run a Girl Recommends? Yes. Okay. All right, Megan, what is your recommend this week? Okay, I have to ask, did I recommend my weighted blanket before or did I just talk about it? I don't think that you've even mentioned it before. Oh, well, then it's perfect. <laughs> so 
one of the best things that's been helping me sleep lately is I got, well, Brent got me a weighted blanket. And so, um, and they're made for anxiety and people who are restless sleepers and a host of other issues. And it's like a blanket with, I don't know, beads in it or something. Hmm. And you're supposed to keep yours about 10% of your body weight. So I should have a 12 pound one, but mine's 15 and it does fine. And I just put it on top of my other blankets because I have been like a, always been a lot of blankets for the weight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now I can kind of cut down on not having six blankets on the bed. I can only have three. And it's called, the brand I got is Tranquility. And it was available at Meyer. It's also available at Kohl's. But it's super cool. I can't, the only thing I don't like is I can't wash mine. You have huh. to spot clean it. They make some that have removable covers where you can wash the cover. Like I saw, they just came out with a kid's version. But I also only keep it on my bed, so I don't really need to clean it very often. But it's helped my sleep so much because I used to wake up constantly throughout the night. And so I was never really getting a full night's sleep. And now I've been able to do it multiple times. It hasn't fixed all of my sleeping issues, but they're like 80% better. Right. It's not a magic blanket. (laughs) No, no, it doesn't. But it does help a lot. It looks like plush. It looks like comfortable. Yes, it's super soft. So it stays on top and it's comfy. It is not the warmest. But it's not unwarm because my next thing is I'm going to get a heated blanket. Ooh, you're never going to want to leave your bed. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> but it's my heated blanket will go with me. It won't stay on the bed because just living in an older house, it's more drafty than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And so when I work downstairs, I'm cold or when I'm watching TV, I'm cold. So I constantly have a blanket and I'm just trying to get a heated blanket that'll be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks awesome. I've heard about weighted blankets and people seem to really love them. It looks super comfortable. And I imagine it would be like comforting to have that weight on you, which is weird, but it seems like it would be comforting. Yes, it really is. And so I, uh, Brent wasn't sold on it. And then he's slept under it a couple of times and he now wants one. Mm-hmm. And so I need to get a bigger one because the one he got me is a little bit bigger than lap size. It's not full bed size. Mm. So it's like awkwardly kind of in the middle of the bed Aww. with extra space on the side. <laughs> so it's perfect for like me when I just sleep. I'm fine with it. Yeah. But it's a little too small for another person. So I just need to get another size. Or, yeah, he can get his own. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, then there's two blankets on the bed and then yeah. that's just like too much. Well, this is very cool. Tranquility weighted blanket. My recommend for this week is a paid feature of the Strava app, which is the Strava Summit. And I like you, was using Strava Summit on a free trial. And I was really enjoying it. So I invested in, uh, well, one of the, they offer like a few different plans as far as the different features that are available. 
One is the Summit Beacon. One is the Analysis Pack. And then the other one, I think, is the Training Pack. I'm not sure the name of the one that I got, but the one that I got has the fitness and freshness feature, which is so cool. So basically what it does is it evaluates the, like it gives you a score for a training effort of each run that you do or workout, like swimming and biking included. So, and it will tally up a score and the amount of fatigue that you have based on that workout. So it incorporates the training stimulus and the amount of fatigue to give you a score and it will show you how ready you are for another workout depending on like how fresh you are or the amount of fitness that you achieved from a specific workout. So I like to look at it on my phone. It will just show you a graph of like overall fitness and so you can see like my fitness has improved 44% over the past three months and 1,575% over the past six months (laughs) because guess what I wasn't doing six months ago. So it's really cool to see like how your fitness has improved. So like me right now, like I feel like, oh, I'm not running that much. I'm losing all my fitness. Well, I can look at this and see like, oh, wait, I've still come a long way from like six months ago. So I can chill out a little bit about losing a little bit of fitness. It's not that big a deal. It can show you like how much, if you use um, the web app, you can get more information about your fitness and freshness because it, you can differentiate between running, cycling, swimming. If you use a power meter for cycling, it can incorporate that data. But mine goes off of my heart rate from my heart rate monitor built into my Garmin. And it uses that to determine how hard I'm working during a given workout. But on the web app, you can choose to see not just how fit you are, but also your fatigue and your form. So as your fatigue goes up during a given workout, your form suffers and drops. Um, As you recover from a workout, your form goes up, although your fitness may drop some. So it's really interesting to see like how all those variables affect each other. So I've been kind of like a little bit obsessed with this. (laughs) So for someone who's a data nerd like me and, you know, likes to see every type of data available, I think it's really cool to see how much a given workout will improve your fitness. Like mine, just for my marathon, if I, let me find it. So the day before my marathon, it had my fitness at 132. After my marathon, it went up to 153. So like 21 points (laughs) from just one workout, which is really cool. Of course, it dropped in the four days of rest I took afterward, but still it was, it's pretty cool to see like how much of a training stimulus you get from just one run or race. So that is my recommend. If you haven't tried the Strava Summit yet, definitely give the free trial a try. They have lots of other features too, like the beacon package. You can share your location with family members so that they know where you are, especially like if you're running in an unfamiliar place or you just want to have that, you know, extra feeling of safety that people know where you are and where you're going to be. There's also the analysis. So you can like analyze each specific run, your pacing and your heart rate and all, all different types of information. So it's pretty cool. I definitely recommend doing the trial and playing around with all the different features if you are on Strava. What did you think of your Strava Summit when you did the free trial? I thought it was okay. I know a lot of the features are also part of Garmin, and I'm not as big of a data nerd like Mm -hmm. you are. 
honestly. So for me, I was like, okay, cool, but I don't use these enough to make it worth it to pay. <laughs> right. Because I don't. And Garmin has enough minor things that I do care about mm-hmm. where instead of paying extra when I'm not a huge nerd about it. Yeah. It's fine to just use what Garmin offers because they give me like my recovery time needed after every workout based on my heart rate. That's because you have the super fancy, one of the super fancy new watches. I don't get that. Oh, okay. So So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. I would like, if I had that, I wouldn't need this probably. So that makes sense. So it would so you don't have these features that I was like, why her Garmin has these things? Why is she paying Strava to tell her? But your Garmin doesn't. So that makes sense. (laughs) Another thing it has is like goals. Like you can set like weekly mileage goals, annual goals, and it will show your progress for each goal, which I think is cool too. Um, I'm trying to remember what some of the other features are. Set goals and stay motivated, filtered leaderboards, personalized training plans, Ooh. Detailed race analysis, personal heat maps, relative effort heart rate analysis, and then there's like discounts too that you can get for just being a member of Strava Summit. So like 10% off Sunto watches, 20% off of a $100 order of New Balance, free two-month trial of Audible. Yeah, lots of cool stuff in here. Run Coach, Science and Sport, McMillan Running. Runderwear, yoga club, tribe. So, very cool. So that is my recommend for this week. Just give the Strava Summit a try if you haven't yet and you are on Strava. If you're not on Strava, please join Strava so that you can follow us and we can give you a shout out as a runner girl of the week, which is what we are going to talk about next. So, Megan, who is our Runner Girl of the Week this week? So, our Runner Girl of the Week is a Runner Girl we've had before. But she just got back to running, and I'm super proud of her, and I love her. Teresa Varga. Yay! She took a while off of running. Really? And wasn't racing very seriously. She's only had 12 activities in the last month. So she's averaging about three times a week of running, which I know is a lot less than she was. Yeah, that's abnormal for her, for sure. Yes. But she, um, I know she posted earlier this week that she finally kind of felt like she was back to herself a little bit, and she was staging her comeback. Aw. I know, I got super excited. I can't remember if that was on her Facebook page or her Strava It must have been Facebook because it doesn't look like any of her Stravas have comments. No, it looks like she just posts automatically from Run Meter. Yeah, but I did get super excited because I was just, I had wondered what happened to her when I saw she dropped off running. Mm. And so I just, I think she was having some pain, a little bit of issue, like she had hurt something. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she was trying to get back. And I know she's been busy. They just moved, too. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a lot going on Yeah, for her. Looks like she's uh, on her Strava. It looks like she's been doing a lot of cross training, too. Cycling yeah. and weight training and some walks and stuff. So she's been, like, filling in her non-running with other activities, which is good. Yes, which is something I need to get better at doing. 
Oh, so a couple October 14th is when somebody had posted glad to see you're back to running. And she said working on the major comeback. Yay. Yay. So just in general, Teresa's my running girl of the week because she's coming back to running. She did about 10 and a half miles today. Nice. At a 9.22 per mile pace. (laughs) Yeah. So she's still, um, which is oddly consistent. Yeah. All of her runs have been at that pace this week. Yeah. Between 9.19 and 9.22. It's like mine all being between 12 and 12.30. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's just super consistent. And I'm just glad to see Teresa posting runs again. Yeah. That's awesome. Congrats, Teresa. Way to get back out there and and get back at it. And hopefully you've recovered from whatever it is that kept you from doing the thing that you love so much. And I can't wait to see her come back. That's so cool. And just a little side note on RunMeter, that app that I used to love, love, love back when I had an iPhone, stopped using when I switched to Android because they didn't have an Android version. Well, guess what they have now? <laughs> I don't know Yay. how long it's been out because I, I hadn't bothered to search for it in years, but I checked and now they have an Android version for RunMeter. So very cool for anybody who has wanted to try that app. It's the app that when you start a run, it posts it to your social media. And when people comment, it will read their comments to you. So oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So that's that's like the biggest feature that I loved about RunMeter. I went to use the app on my Android and I like completely forgot how to use it. So I have to like spend more time playing around with it, but I thought that was really cool. Um, and it's, well, they have a free version, but all the cool features are paid. So keep that in mind, but definitely check it out if you're interested in those types of features. All right. Well, that it was a great runner girl of the week. I think that wraps things up for this week, unless there's anything else that you want to talk about. No, no. You got more races coming up, right? Yes, I have a race November 9th, whatever that Saturday is that I can't seem to remember. Yeah, it could for be like anything. 9th or the 10th that weekend. Yeah, November 9th. And then I will be doing my turkey trot November 28th. Nice. And then December is looking slightly sad, but it's Aww. also really busy. Yeah. Because December 7th, I'll be in Chicago. Ooh. I'm going to go see Hamilton again with a friend. Sweet. So I'm super excited about that. And then December 13th, I go back to North Carolina for about a month. Cool. Christmas visit. Yeah. And it's the work trade show is that first week in January. Yeah. And so I wanted to be there last time I missed the week before the show with work stuff. It was crazy. I hated not being in the office for it because there's just so much that goes on. And like we have these binders we have to set up and everything. So... I wanted to be there for that. And it just happens that because that shows the first weekend in January, mm-hmm. the week before is like New Year's and the week after Christmas. Yeah. And so I'll just spend pretty much December in North Carolina. Yeah. We'll probably be taking our holiday break around that time. <laughs> so that <laughs> yeah. works out. But there'll be plenty to talk about when we come back in the new year. <laughs> yeah. And if we want to record, I ha- I'll be bringing my laptop. I'll have to have it for work. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I sometimes I like to have the break because we've been so consistent this year. Like I might enjoy the break off of, you know, the editing part. Yes. I know. <laughs> we'll see. I always forget that because you get the fun part of editing. Yeah. The fun part. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun to like listen back and like, you know, 
some some of the stuff has to get cut. There's a we run into technical issues that people don't really need to hear all that. But um, but it is fun to listen back and relive it. Oh, and I had an update. I went out with Diane on Friday night to celebrate her birthday, and she is cleared to run again. Yay! Yay! Yep. She obviously she had to defer Chicago, but she did go and she had a great trip, and she just started running again. I think her first run was like a quarter of a mile, and she said she felt fine and no pain. So, um, so I'm happy for her. And she's already talking about she wants to do a half Ironman next year. And I'm like, uh oh, I might have to do it with you. <laughs> so we'll see. But anyway, just wanted to share that because I'm just I'm happy that she's back. I thought I was like already. That's awesome. She's like, well, yeah. So. Oh yeah, it has been like four weeks. Yeah, I thought it'd been like six weeks though. But she's like, no, it's only been like four. Okay. But yeah. So I think that's it for this week. Um. Like, how do I end the show? <laughs> well, we tell them to get outside and run. Yes. Let's do that. Get outside and run, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.